It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. To search it out is the glory of kings. This is the Message to Kings podcast. Episode 305, The Women of Jesus' Ministry. Before Jesus comes back to Israel from vacation, I want to catch everyone up on some things we've missed. So far, uh, the way I've told the story, it sounds like it's just Jesus and his 12 disciples and others that follow, but we can't miss that there's a huge following of men, women, and children. Uh, The book of Luke speaks to the many women who followed Jesus' ministry, and it's interesting the Gentiles had more appreciation, at least in the public sphere of women, and of course God did, but it was Luke who wrote the uh, the Gospel of Luke, you know, because Luke is in the book of Acts, um, and it's kind of like, you know, his court document. The book of Luke is the court document, some say, of the apostle Paul um, to Caesar. Um, so it's it's written to the Gentiles, and you can see that um, the Greco Roman world had more appreciation for women. For he adds the story um, of these women that you don't find in the other gospel accounts. Luke follows Paul around, seeing all the women being saved as well, and he puts together this letter uh, for his trial. You know, there was Lydia, of course, um, who got saved. She was pretty much the first. Um, person in Europe to get saved. And it was a woman. She was a a seller of purple cloth. Um, She was a businesswoman. So check out Luke 8. And again, sorry I skimmed this part before when we did the Sermon on the Mount, but when when you mix Matthew 5 and Luke 8, trying to kind of teach on the Sermon on the Mount, you often miss this snippet, uh, which is super powerful. All right, so Luke 8. Soon afterward, He went on through the cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Shusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means." These disciples will continue in our story throughout. We don't hear from Susanna um, or Joanna, but we're going to hear a lot about Mary Magdalena. Um, So uh, the word used here um, is actually the Greek word diakinio, uh, which is where we get our modern word deacon. Uh, They were both supporting Jesus with finances, but they were also disciples. Uh, And they even had stature in their society. Uh, The first mention was Mary Magdalene. She's mentioned 12 times in the Gospels, more than most of the apostles. She was from the fishing village of Magdala in Galilee. There's no mention of her being a prostitute, uh, though many have suggested throughout history that she was one. Um, There's no mention of it directly. Um, Mary was featured in season one of The Chosen. Uh, It's pretty intense um, for it was it's a pretty raw, you know, review of her because you know what? She had a history of demon possession. It said seven demons have been driven out of her. 
Jesus clearly cast out these demons, and she loved him for it. Uh, and even after Jesus' death, her love for him will continue. Just as the disciples ran, she was the first to go to the garden tomb upon his resurrection. Some call her the first evangelist for this reason. She was delivered. She, well, she really was. She was saved, healed, and delivered. She was sozoed. And she loved Jesus, and she was a true disciple. Her name will come up a lot in our story. So um, as we kind of see her showing up, um, she's always by herself. Um, but she was delivered from a very difficult, challenging um, aggressive, uh, demonic past. Um, and that's part of her story. So when you hear her name, understand she was delivered of demons and that's who we're dealing with. We're dealing, we're dealing with someone whose heart, life, emotions, everything was completely radically transformed by the, uh, saving power of Jesus. The next character is Joanna. Her name means God is gracious. Actually, it really does mean God is generous. Her husband, Shuza, had a position of authority in Herod's household. And because people generally married someone of like stature, we got to assume Joanna's the same way. They came from a prominent Jewish family. She was of high, she was of high social status, um, and they were probably not really from Galilee, probably from Jerusalem. It's uncommon for a husband and wife to be mentioned by name together, um, but here they are, which implies they're both believers. Uh, together, Joanna and Shuza uh, probably lent their influence, their finances, their possessions, and think about how this may have benefited Jesus and the Twelve, especially in Jerusalem. Her connections may have even smoothed over things um, that could have gone pretty bad. Um, unfortunately, I don't think they made a difference in John the Baptist's um, death, um, but they probably at times helped Jesus here and there. Maybe it delayed John the Baptist's death. Uh, the next mentioned is Susanna. Um, she's probably pro from a prominent family. We don't have much more detail than there was many others. And the many others is actually expressed in the feminine gender. Um, so it's clear there's more women uh, that followed him. Um, in Mark's account, um, in Mark 1540, um, we can see that through, throughout the crucifixion, there was many women. And I imagine while the disciples abandoned Jesus, Upon his crucifixion, there was a large group of women who still went and mourned for him. So I'm going to think, which I try not to do in this podcast, like an American. <laughs> Honestly, try to always put myself in the context of the um, situational awareness in Israel or try to learn as much as I can about context uh, I'm not Jewish. I wasn't raised Jewish, so it's a little harder, but that's something I always try to do. Um, but I find it interesting in this case. It's kind of an important fact as a whole, but it's interesting to think of logistics, finances, you know, and such for Jesus's ministry, right? It's the guts or admin of ministry. Um, it has to happen. It's not the the fun stuff. It doesn't really hit the books as a 
may hit the the financial books, but it never really hits the the headlines or stories unless there's things that are done poorly. Um, it's interesting they don't talk about money much you know, except for you know paying taxes and miraculous provision. Um, and then we learn of so we we learn of the extraordinary things that happen in Jesus' ministry about finances, and then we heard about the unextraordinary, the theft of finances by Judas Iscariot later. All the stuff in between, just the the raw purposes of finances, uh, the comings and goings, those aren't even mentioned. <laughs> and, and that's kind of, isn't that what money should be? It's just something that's used for a purpose. Um, it should have no real prominence in life. Um, except for thankfulness of the blessing that it provides and, um, you know, that God does provide for his children. But it's not going to hit a headline, you know, um, that someone, uh, um, you know, had a larger than, larger than normal catch or something. Uh, perhaps, though, that one time it did hit the headlines, right? Um, I find it interesting that uh, Jesus didn't go around asking for money. Um, but also, he didn't go around multiplying food every day. You never ever see him asking uh, for money, but he only multiplied it twice that we know of. Every ministry today seems to be asking for something, but Jesus never did. He allowed others to come and to bless them with his ministry and his love, and they provided for him. Families always make bread, most likely when Jesus walked in the door. The ministry still needed funding to travel and such, but he didn't need lights and stage speakers, and they needed food and basic needs to be required. Joanna didn't go around building Jesus stadiums, but they provided him money for food, basic needs for travel. It takes a lot to support dozens of full-time disciples. The purse of the steward of Herod's household was sufficient. So to all the wealthy listeners out there, uh, there there's the need, and she, she provided it. This was Joanna's role. This is what she could provide. This was the simplicity of, uh, of what she was blessed with, and this is what she gave away. Now everyone had their part to play. A stream of resources for the work had to continue seamlessly. All the more of a crime when you think that Judas was pilfering the money bag, right? I heard the other day, who was Jesus's ministry, primary ministry funder? These ladies? Sure but not the primary one. No, it was the discipleship system which fed itself. It was actually the fathers and mothers like Zebedee. Two of his sons were Jesus' disciples. Remember when uh, mom that their mom asked for their sons to sit on the right and left-hand side of Jesus? They were constantly bringing food and funds for the group. This was the system of discipleship in this area. The disciples were supported by their family. It had a circular effect. Jesus served the world, and they served him. God took care of his own son, not generally through miraculous means, there were times, but through a family that was being formed. 
the family of God, the sons and daughters of God, who feeding on every word of Jesus, they would feed their king as well, and he would feed them. There was a circular effect going on. We live in the South near Charlotte, North Carolina. Man, when people throw a party here with family and friends, food is in abundance. Everyone brings something. It's the blessing of friends and family and shared blessings. Jesus is teaching his disciples this. At the height of the Jerusalem church in the book of Acts, it says they shared in possessions and everyone had everything in common. It was not utopia or communism. But this was a trust of family where community was felt and understood at levels that we don't understand. So while Mary Magdalene, Joanna and Susanna and Zebedee did their part, the disciples participated in the ministry. See, everyone had a part to play in this family of God that was forming. And you, you have a part to play, whether you're the, the rich businessman or the steward of, of Herod's household um, or the, the house mom. Everyone has a part to play. If you're the young disciple, you have a part to play. So if, if, if you're ever left out and you ever feel like there, there are no mentions of the Mary Magdalene's or the Susanna's or the Joanna's, like, no, you are appreciated and God has his family and you're a part of it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Message to Kings. Feel free to check out the website, messagetokings.com, uh, or if you want to chat or connect with us, email us at messagetokings at gmail.com.